Okay, welcome back to the Success, Money, and Marriage podcast. I'm Steve Siebold. And I'm Dawn Siebold. And so for today's episode, we're going to talk about patience and forgiveness with your partner when she makes mistakes. I mean, it could be a he too. But well, you know, the good case, thing, the good, happened, the good thing is I don't make mistakes. So oh, exactly. um, no, I, never. I get the entire 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So because this is, this is one of the most important things, because, you know, again, especially if you've, you know, if you've got a large organization, you have a board and people are making executive committee and you're making decisions with, you know, six or eight people or 10 people, it's a little bit different. But if you have two people as a couple, you know, you're a small business or a medium sized business and you're making the primary decisions. And as you said in, you know, past episodes it we try to stay in you know you're you're trying to stay in your lane and then you trust your partner to handle that part of the business and then you know they trust you to he or she trusts you to handle your part but with that being said i think that's a good good strategy you're going to make some mistakes and then Mm -hmm. you know it's like hey what happened like for example not to bring up the past dawn and that's not fair fighting but well no just because this is the episode so it's in the context All right, be careful. Of the episode. Okay, within parameters. Stop being careful. You have to, you have to, you know, this All right, is the go ahead. whole thing. Br- go, bring well, it. Well, like, bring for it. Because if we want to make a list of mistakes, and I, we can go there. Okay, we can so okay. go there. That's, that's, that's great. Now, that's not fair. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, for example, when we got hit with some tax bills over the years, which yes. falls into your lane. Yeah. No, I mean, that was, uh, we did. We got hit with unexpected tax bills. It was unexpected. I was working very closely with an, an uh, with a, a friend who was our accountant. And, right. um, you know, I kept asking him, you know, we're making ma- more, you know, double what we made last year. Shouldn't we increase? And he's like, no, no, no. He wasn't paying attention. And at the end of the year, we got hit with $100,000. And, and of course, I fired him right away. It was away. actually over 100000 Not to. Yeah, uh, it was. Like it was. But, salt in the wound. But, but you know what? I, I learned a, a $100,000 lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never do that again. Trust my accountant. But he had been our accountant for like 10, 15 yeah. years. Yeah. And he just took his eye off the ball. And even with my, you know, calling him and saying we need to increase our quarterly, uh, he, he just didn't pay attention. And um, the mistake I learned was, you know, to, to, you know, I should have met with him in person, gone over the numbers and, yeah. and made sure we were living at the lake house at the time, you know, so we weren't local in Florida when we were back when we were snowbirds. But um, yes, I, I, that was totally my fault. Well, you know, interestingly, interestingly enough, I mean, it was, it was a lot of money, but I remembered back after that happened and this happens, you know, you pay quarterlies, obviously you're paying quarterly taxes. You're keeping up with your money. I mean, that's probably a whole show in itself. Oh, Make I sure you keep up with your taxes. Watch, I, I know yeah. people, you know, we both right. know people over the years that say, well, yeah, you know, I haven't paid tax for the last three years. It's like, are you out of your mind? You're crazy. The government will put you in. They'll take everything you have, including your tennis racket. Right. You know, I mean, they'll. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to fool around with the IRS. That's a really, really bad idea. So we've always been very conservative about that. Right. You know, we've always paid, qu- you know, quarterlies as soon as we started making a little bit of but money. But I think it's so easy for entrepreneurs to not pay taxes. Like, I didn't get, it's, I didn't. That scares me so much you even saying I mean, for every entrepreneur that's out there, you don't, you do not. I mean, they, you know, a tax lien is probably the worst thing that you can have against you. And we had, I've had, I have several friends of mine that, you know, I think that they think they're going to make it up the next year. So I just made by this year, you know, my gross income, my my net income just paid the bills and I will pay it next year. Even if you're breaking even, uh, you guys, you you know, you have to pay taxes. So just don't get behind that terrible ball. Yeah. You don't want to go up against the IRS. No. You will lose. You will lose. 
get their money every time and they don't care if they have to take literally everything you have. Right. You know, it's, it's really, it's a very serious situation, but, but you know, when you said it was your fault that I'm, you know, I was kind of kidding about that. It really wasn't your fault. Now it's your lane, right? you know, cause that's what you do. But, um, but we played quarterlies and everything and, and you have to watch accountants and I, and I want you to talk more about this cause you deal with the accountant more Yeah. because I remember back in the day before you got into the business before, matter of fact, before uh, Bill Gove. No, Bill. Had, maybe Bill and I were just the first year in business. Maybe right. maybe the first year. Yeah, because yeah, because I didn't make any money before that. Really, to, to speak of, so, we actually lost money. We lost money. Right. So for exactly. every of all you that are entrepreneurs, right. the first year Steve was in the speaking business, we lost fifty thousand uh, dollars pretty quickly. Bring that up. But it I was feeling good. When it we wasn't. Started the show, it wasn't really your fault. Good. We followed the wrong people. I got my shirt on. Yeah, you know what? Fancy, I was going to ask you. I'm being shirt. very patient, and I appreciate all that are watching on color anywhere color <laughs> that we're being very patient. With that shirt, just so you know, I mean, did you get a free bowl of no soup? Black and white did you get a free black bowl of soup? Is gone. There's no, no <laughs> thought, one watches a black one. If you got like, a color TV thought, at home or an inner screen, I thought, as color. I was saying that out loud, I couldn't get it back. Remember back? Did in the you day get a free bowl of soup? Remember with the black and white TVs, you used to put yes. the color thing. Oh, you put a plastic mm-hmm. Hunter. You probably know this. A plastic a film, like a film right. over a TV set, a black and white TV set, and with the ears. Remember the ears, and you had to put. No, but that was a different thing. That was, but so you'd look at it like in kind of color. Yeah, this goes way back. Way back. That's like when we were tiny kids. Yes. That stuff well, happened. anyone, everyone has HD now. But too. now, okay, just so, so you know, Don, everything's in color. I'm sorry. Just so you know, welcome to 2022. Are you, are you hitting the bars? Are you trying to pick up women if with that not, shirt? Is that where, is that well, where you're going right after now, this? Not right, not the second. I mean, probably I mean, later. Is that, yeah, that's just night, such man. a yeah. gigolo shirt. Right, like, you. I'm on the thank prowl. I appreciate what, it. Just so you know, that's what women. You probably saw me in Saturday Night Fever. I'm on the prowl. I'm like walking into a bar. I'm so on the prowl. Okay, go ahead. You know the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, that was me. That was me, John. I was, uh, I was, uh, I was in. The Did movie. it come with batteries? Can we turn it no down batteries, a little bit? No batteries. So if you can't see, I have a Robert Graham shirt on. Dawn, well, it's I a designer shirt. I've bought you. I, t- I bought this baby I, on payments. I'm yes, still paying. Did. Thirty years. Yes. Okay. So you need to learn how money works. <laughs> you need to learn how money works. Exactly. So no, but going back to the to watching oh, the accountants, you really oh, do. I mean, I I, I monitor our numbers every single week, and and you just have to, you know, you're, it's you got to watch the accountants. You got to yes. Not, I mean, oh yeah. I you're, sit down. You're your accountant, right? I mean, yeah. You, oh yeah. Because absolutely. they will get sloppy, and oh, yeah. it will cost you, and you can't you can't say, "Well, I'm not paying it." Well, yeah, tell the IRS you're not. I itemize everything, but not to get off on the accounting thing, but if as far as being patient, I think uh, one of the things that I learned very quickly when Steve and I were in college, that I would lose patience with you uh, because it's funny how people learn differently. And I think this is a great lesson for everyone, and especially when you're in business. I'll, I, I learn very quickly. Like, I'll pick up things fast. And I used to get so impatient with Steve because he would study and study and study. And then we would get, and, and we would have these conversations. And I'm like, I just told you that. And it just, I would lose my patience, but you really weren't understanding what I was saying. And so I think for everyone that's in a business and you're working together, you know, know the strengths, know your weaknesses and be patient with the things that you're trying to communicate if it's not always um, something that you pick up on. I'll give you an example. Like you're, you're very like I, I I did not write for the magazine. They asked me to write for the magazine. I would write and then give it to Steve, and Steve would finish my article for me because mm-hmm. I'm not a writer. And you were always really patient with me because that wasn't something that came naturally. Oh sure, yeah. So I think you know when I see husbands and wives or spouses losing patience in the business, you know, recognize that it might not be that they're trying to you know make you mad or piss you off. They just maybe not pick it up as quickly. And I really learned that early that you know. I'll tell you something and I can tell you it's not I'm not saying either clear enough or you're not getting it I used to use lose patience and now I've under we, you know, we've kind of worked that through that when I go over the numbers or I go over something with you I got to really make sure you're focused and you're sitting down I have your full attention um, otherwise I'll say it four or five times and lose my patience 
<laughs> okay. I'm gonna, that's really loaded. I'm going to leave that go because I think you wow. grossly exaggerated my incompetence. I'm not, not saying, saying I'm not incompetent. Uh, no. I'm just saying you grossly exaggerated it. No, but you did the same thing. You had to learn patience <laughs> no, with kidding, me yeah. on things yeah. that I didn't pick up, you know, very quickly, sure. like understanding right. that you needed more than three tennis balls to teach a tennis lesson. Yeah. You know that I just said, no, you know, so my yeah. point is, is that I see a lot of husbands and wives arguing uh, and it's unnecessary if you just stop, take a breath, say, hey, you know, are you really not getting this or you just want me to say it five times? Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, and, and you know, you go back to in, in the context of business. Over a time, you're, you're, you and your partner are both going to make colossal mistakes in your lane when you know, even if you're watching. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, and I remember when, when you said, you know, it was $126,000 or something yeah. like that. And you go, we owe another $126,000 and it's due like yesterday, like it's overdue. I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, really, dear? You know, I wish. I, you know, I was a little upset and I said, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I, what, the, you know, how is this possible? I, we, we have, this is why we pay accountant, you know, an accountant to do this. And you said, well, here's the thing, you know, I'm not I'm really sure. And it, and I remembered back, and I was going to say this earlier, I remember back when we first opened uh, Gove Sebo Group, you know, back in the in 1998, I think it was, or yeah, 1998. And we had almost no money. Right. You know, the, I think we had $300 in the bank. Right. I mean, uh, the company did, and we right. had no money personally. Right. Because that's when we, we had just moved back on my parents. We had lost $10 million. $10 million. Hold another story, different show. We'll talk about that at some point. How you lose $10 million? Well, we know how to do it if you, if you ever want to know. Easy. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. uh, but anyway, we'd went from living on a penthouse apartment on the ocean to living in my parents' spare bedroom, 10 by 10 bedroom, and then working 24 hours a day to get it back. So we had no money. We literally came, went from being multimillionaires to being broke, literally just nothing. Uh, pretty much overnight it happened. So I was not in a good frame of mind, right? And you went off and you were doing your real estate business and doing, you were actually doing pretty well, but not really at this point. Mm-hmm. And I was losing money and speaking. Then Bill Goff and I, we went into business together. And anyway, I, I'm, I remember looking at the checkbook and I, we literally had like $300 in the bank or something, the whole thing, the whole business. And my accountant walks in. Remember the guy? Alan. No, no, this is a different oh, guy. Oh, Jerry. Don't say his name. Don't say his oh, name. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't sorry, remember sorry. his name anyway. Yeah, it's too I, long I ago. This is a guy you know. You might have met him, but I it remember. Was, I had met him at Toastmasters. And he was a super nice guy, older guy, you know, older at the time for me, older than me, a lot older. And he was an accountant. Everyone said he was a great accountant, the whole thing, you know. So he comes in. And he walks in my office, which is like a 10 by 10 little, you know, professional office in, in, uh, in Boynton Beach, Florida. And he says, oh, Steve, I got some bad news for you. And I said, and I'm just looking at the numbers. And I'm going, we are like going out of business, like before we even start, you know, we had no capital. And, and we're used to being at that point, we had been flush for a couple of years. And it was just like ridiculous amount of money relative to what we were used to. And now we're just broke. And so he walks, in, I get some bad news for you. And he's like, ha 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 ha. And I go, okay, yeah, what's the bad news? I'm like, not ha ha in mood, you know? And he goes, well, we made a little mistake on the taxes and you're going to owe another $5,000. <laughs> and I go, yeah, that's, that's really funny. I said, what really, what's the bad news? He goes, no, no, that's what happened. I had just an error I made. And, uh, you know, so you got to pay it and you got to pay it now. It's, it's due right now. So just, you know, write the check and you can give it to me and I'll send it to the IRS. So you can send it yourself. I thought I was going to kill him. I'm not kidding. I, I, that was the closest I ever came to killing somebody. I said, you please tell me you're joking. And he basically said, no, I'm not joking. He thought it was kind of funny. Like to him, five grand was probably nothing because right. he was probably 50 years old or 60 years old or something at the time. And I, you know, when we had no money, he was probably flush. He lived in Palm Beach, you know? And, uh, and I said, if you're not kidding, you need to leave right now. Cause I'm going to kill you. I'm going to throw you out of my office. I remember telling that to him. Yeah. I've never said it to anybody in my life. I said, I will throw you out the office and drag you down the stairs. 
you're so fired it's ridiculous for one and you know uh, you know i was not very happy anyway we had to pay it Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't even remember at this point how we came up with the five grand because we didn't have the five grand. I don't even remember how we did it. But anyway, beyond the point. But I remember but anyway, when you said $126,000, of course, that's when we you know, had a lot more money after that. But it was still a lot of money. And, and we had the money, obviously. But but I was upset about that. I thought right back to because it was my fault. I mean, the accounts takes care of it. But ultimately, that was my lane in the business back then. I mean, that was before you were in the business and you ran it. And uh, and I had to tell Bill Gove, my business partner, oh, we own five more, you know, five thousand dollars. We don't have, by the way, we got three hundred dollars in the bank. And it was stupid. I said, Bill, I'm really sorry. I don't know. And Bill was very patient. Was and very Bill patient. said, Hey, no problem, kid. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll pay it off somehow. I don't know how we paid it off, but we did. And um, and I remember thinking that about you because that really wasn't. I mean, yeah, technically it was my fault. I get it because I'm the, I'm running the business, mm-hmm. but. Like I trusted the accountant, just like you trusted our accountant. And they do that sometimes. You have to, I know it's not about accounting, but that is true that you, they they think nothing of it guys because it's not their money. Right. It's our money. Right. And if you're in a cash, even if you're not in a cash crunch, we weren't in a cash crunch, you know, at that point, but that's still $126,000 that you had to write a check for just like that. And if you're a small business, that's a chunk of money, you know, at any level, even if you're making a lot of money. Yeah. And two, I'm just, I know we're getting, so I was more patient getting, is my point. Yeah. We're getting kind, because, of, kind of getting off on the no, account. No, no, things, my, my point was I yeah, remembered back because you when, were more patient because I, had I thought, well, Bill could have taken my head off because relative to the, t- to what we had, that $5,000 was as much as that 126,000, you know, and then back, you know, later yeah, on. But I think you can, you learn patience. I think that it's something if you're aware of your partner's um, weaknesses, of, of you know knowing that they're not doing it on purpose I think a sure. lot of times people blame each other like I really wanted to spend another $126,000 that year yeah. um, but just be patient because right around the corner you're going to make a mistake and yeah. so the more patient exactly, the more yeah. patient I am with Steve the more patient he is with me and and it truly does kind of a snowball have a snowball effect the longer you're in business yeah yeah we've had points in our business where you know um, well I would say probably you know in the beginning of COVID when that when they you know two events companies we own start shutting down because obviously you know the world shut down there's no events so revenue goes from a relatively healthy revenue in both of those companies with employees and all the whole thing to zero like literally overnight like a lot of events hotels you know all that within a couple of months within a couple of months so luckily we you know we had saved a lot of money so that was or you know so that was that saved us but we were not really in good moods with each other you know good mood with each other because you know we were under stress and we started biting at each other pretty good you know and uh, and all of a sudden you can escalate something small just like you can in, in, a, in a, any partnership or oh, marriage yeah. or a you know cohabitation or whatever, mm-hmm. you can escalate it pretty fast with emotion. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, you're up here, you know, you're really high up there with uh, with uh, with anger and frustration and all the rest, and and it's probably it's probably beyond the actual problem. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't think it's trite to apologize. Uh, I think people overthink that, yeah. and, and that you should. You can't hear it enough. Uh, I know there's several times that the next morning I'll come to Steve and say, "I'm sorry, I wasn't patient. I was tired, or I had a bad day." Um, but if you feel like you've lost your patience, you know it never hurts to say you're you're sorry and you apologize and just be more aware of it. Yeah, I, th- I think that you know that's one thing that we've learned over the years. Kind of, I guess we never talked about it because we never taught this anymore. Really, talk. It's funny when you start talking about <laughs> things you do. You just, you know, you, you, you talk it out, but it makes sense that we, you know, what people always say is, of course, and like you know, we are living with someone, or you're married to someone, or you're cohabitating, or whatever you want to call it. That you know, the old saying is, and it's a good one: don't ever go to bed mad. Well, we kind of suck at that. We suck. Be- at well, that. we work a lot, and we've always worked a lot of hours, so we typically work. I mean, even when we were, you know. 
just, I mean, really in every stage of our career, I guess you just get yeah. used to it. I guess we just, we don't have kids. So we work until eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night, sometimes later. So by the time we go from seven o'clock in the morning right. to eight o'clock at night, and then we catch each other, you know, before we go to sleep or before we, you know, wind down. Um, and it's usually pretty late. It's usually nine o'clock. I mean, really, we're exhausted. We're really tired. So this is not the best time to have a discussion about something <laughs> important. And, but for some reason, we like to do that. We like to say, let's get into some nitty gritty at nine o'clock at night. We'll be working yeah. 12 hours. We're absolutely exhausted. And uh, this is a great time to have a yeah. discussion. Or let me ask him if I can go on a tennis trip right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ten o'clock exactly. at night. Yeah. And and but you know but so we 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 have had lots of situations. I don't think we're really good at saying okay before we go to sleep. No, let's no, no. not. Let's not. We're not very good at that. Yeah. But I will say that what we learned over the years was we can say oh that night before we'll be like screw you screw you <laughs> you know just going at each other you're wrong and then we slam a door slam a door and then we see each other at seven in the morning hey good morning how you doing yeah. we just forget it yeah because you really have to yeah I mean, you, have you to. T- talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you have to let it go. I mean, you have to, because you got the whole next day, you got the whole next week. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, they run into months and then all of a sudden a year's gone by. But no, you you absolutely have to. And I think, again, just being acutely aware of and the emotions and the sensitivity of your partner and be respectful of that and and know, you know, like I, I, I'll know times I wake up and go, okay, we're just both tired. I, I got yeah. it. And we'll, we'll talk it out in the morning. But uh, you got to let it go because if it keeps, it, you know, again, if you have a partner that keeps doing the same thing over and over and over, then maybe you need to therapist and I mean we're not sure we're not you know we're not capable of taking you past that but um, if I mean if it's just something that they just still keep irritating you and you keep doing it over and over then you probably need a little bit of help but but recognize that you know you're only human we do the best we can they're not doing it on purpose for the most part and of course and if they are you need help but um, yeah but you know just going through day to day it, it can you know a week could go by and all of a sudden you wake up my oh my gosh it's Friday and we you know, hadn't worked that out you need to let it go yeah, say you're sorry. Be for you know, be forgiving because and 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 or even if you're right or wrong, say you're sorry. It really makes the, the most sense because again, you're relying on one another. You know, that's really all you have. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I mean, you're 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 the ones responsible for the for the for the money in the company, for the success, for the failure, for everything. And like you know, just like you said a second ago, if the other person, you just figure out they're just completely. They just took their eye off the ball. He or she just took their you know her him or her you know his or her eye off the ball and. They're just completely wrong. I mean, there's just no way out of it. It's just wrong. You got to let it go because yours is coming really quick. And the the faster you condemn your partner about it and just beat the hell out of them, the faster your giant mistake is coming. You're like, oh, no, I'm dead. You know, and then all of a sudden you've got this this war going on with the person you trust most in the world that you have to, you know, you have to be in, in, uh, in sync with one another. And it's just, it's just bad all the way around. So, I mean, forgiveness, say you're saying you're sorry, mm-hmm. all those other common sense things, but in a business, it's that you're working with your, your spouse, your partner. That's just, uh, it's just, it's without it, you'd never make it, right? I mean, long term. No way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been in business together 30 years. How would we have ever made it without it? And if you harbor it and you don't talk it out. Oh, God, you, you can't harbor it. It's yeah. just, Jeez. it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any no, better. Once you so. did, and you could even decide, maybe you don't even agree. Like, we've had stuff where we just don't agree with each other. You know, we just don't. So, it's like, no, I'm locked in. I totally just agree with you, and I'll, tell, I'll be the same way. And we go, okay, well, all right, fine. Well, we'll just, you know, that's fine. Let it go. Okay, what's next? And you just move on. Right. Because if you don't, you're dead. Your business is going to die or your relationship is going to die or both. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So just be forgiving and, um, you know, make sure you're paying attention because that's something that when you when you get irritated and you lose your patience that's something that is really hard to keep you know working on together if um, you're not understanding. We never fight in the morning. Not usually. You know, because you're fresh, I think. Yes. But we can go at it at night because we get tired. 
You know, and you've been talking with clients and maybe you're Well, I'm building my happening. case. It takes me that long to build my case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just wait. I, I yeah, see you, you do something you're, wrong you're and then I'm, I go and I do. Are. Well, you, you, it's you're not, evil. Steve, yeah, I, I don't it. pick a fight with you. I don't pick fights. I, I know I can you, you win. You build your case. No, this, yeah, yeah. I do. I build my case. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and then he's Very always sneaky. like, I go, Stephen, this is what we really need to do. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Why do you say that? Yeah, I wouldn't tell you. Yes, really. And they'll go, I'll say it again. See, this is what we need to do. And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. There's something very wrong with you. They're really, they're really, I think it's multiple things. You married me. I don't think, I know that's why I'm questioning my judgment, which and is, which I probably why you're wearing that shirt. I, mean, <laughs> exactly. I would totally question your judgment. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to have to leave early because Steve's running out to the singles bar. It's not a singles bar, Don. That's like so 1970s and 80s. Oh, they that's, don't have those anymore? It's just a bar. Oh, uh, they, they really don't they, have a singles they, bar they, anymore. They don't call them singles bars anymore, Don. Come okay. on, get hip. All right. Where have you been, dinosaur? Where have you been? Come on. It's not, it's not you know, what was, the last, what was the last like hip movie you saw? Like the Poseidon Adventure? Okay, you know? that's enough. Going too far. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, well, you guys get the point, I yeah. think. But, you know, seriously, though, I, I just, I, we'd love to just leave you with the idea that, you know. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> it took a while to it go, did, go through those. Because I just watched network. Titanic. And I'm like, that's a pretty new movie. But Poseidon, you, know, you don't even know what the fight Hunter doesn't even know. No, that's like 1972. I got no, it. I just got it. Time. I just got it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wrap up. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's a long. It's, it's, I was yeah, thinking it's okay. Titanic. No, you're doing great, Don. It only took you like five minutes to get that. But that's good. That's good for an evil woman that's a, that's that's not bad singles bar i don't know singles bar nobody goes to singles bars on they don't exist poseidon poseidon adventure okay <laughs> anyway and if you guys know that you listen that you're listening to this and you know the poseidon adventure you're old well, like that. Yes, you're really old yeah exactly great movie though by the way yep won the academy award yep anyway so remember to be patient remember to forgive even even mm. if you think you're right remember again like we always say the relationship is more important than the business because if you have the if you have the relationship and and no business well you can always start another business but if you have no relationship you're done you can't right. work together you've got to be able to trust each other and be patient and you're gonna screw up and you're gonna screw up big I mean the more and the more money you make the easier it is to screw up because there's more to work with right. there's more moving parts there's more people you know wanting things from you all the time mm-hmm. and you're making fast decisions i think and there's more decisions to be made there's more decisions to be and made and like you know i've been on the road for 23 years you make decisions all the time and then tell me about right. it at the end of the day when i'm gone for two weeks at a time or you know whatever you know pre-covid mm-hmm. right and uh, so you got to trust your partner for that but certainly know you're going to screw up and if, the, if, if your partner's screwing up a lot for some reason you're going to have those times too where you screw up a lot so whatever you dish out is what's going to come back remember that and the health of the relationship is the only thing that really counts at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know so uh, so just keep that in mind and so with that we'll end the episode thanks for watching and we'll see you guys on the next show okay bye-bye